welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from No Diet Babe. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and weight loss expert. If you are a spiritual babe wanting to up-level your life around your body, health, wellness, spirituality, law of attraction and manifestation, then this is the podcast for you. I'm here to give you the tools, teachings, and strategies to manifest the body and life of your dreams. As spiritual babes, we know to focus on love as opposed to fear. So get ready to learn how to implement spiritual teachings to weight loss, wellness, and your daily life coming from a place of love and abundance. This is a celebration of how we can shift our inner perception of ourselves and watch our outer selves shift. You can become the best version of yourself and I'm here to help. So let's get started. Hey babes, welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from NoDietBabe.com and welcome. Hey, hey you guys, welcome to today's live video slash episode. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Um, uh, today I'm going to talk about changing your food personality. So what do I mean by food personality? So food personality, what I mean by your food personality essentially is like the story that you tell yourself around how you eat. So it's kind of like, I'm like, people might say, I tend to do this and I tend to do that or your food personality, like, I like to eat this. No, I don't like the taste of that. No, um, like, I always have seconds or I always have to have dessert. Like, what's your food personality? You know what I mean? The story that you tell around how you eat and how it is for you and what you tend to do, right? Now, the reason why we want to know this is because for a lot of you, it's this unconscious thing and it's this unconscious thing whereby your body does what it does and you're like, why do I keep doing that? Like, why do I go back for seconds? Why do I overeat whenever I eat out? Like, why do I always gain weight if I eat out or why do I eat more when I'm around friends? Um, why do I always, whenever I try to eat chocolate, I always end up eating the whole block, those kind of things. So that's what I mean by like food personality, right? Does that make sense? So basically like with changing your food personality, right? It's completely possible. (laughs) And it's a huge thing that I did and that my clients do to overcome certain barriers to weight loss because if you're trying to change how you eat without changing the unconscious patterns that lead you to eat that way, it's going to feel hard. And I think that that's why so many people struggle is because they're pushing against their unconscious thought patterns and not understanding why they do what they do. And it's really about understanding why you do what you do and then change is easy. Um, So changing your food personality is completely possible, right? Completely possible. I've had... um, I've had clients like completely change their personality around food and completely change from being like binge eaters to being like, like you could say disinterested in overeating. 
You know what I mean? Just like completely disinterested in overeating, which is freaking amazing, which was actually the transformation I had as well myself. I went from binge eating to completely changing my food personality um, to now like it's just so much easier because I just don't desire to binge eat, um, which is really, really helpful (laughs) if you don't want to gain weight, right? But like how, like, how do we do this? And like I'm saying, you have to bring the unconscious into conscious awareness and figure out what thought patterns are governing the things that you do every single day. So like if you're getting up and walking to the fridge all the time and then you're not consciously aware of that, that's going to impact your diet. So the why is this important? This is important because majority of people, when they go on a diet or when they set out to lose weight, they're only focusing on what they eat, okay, which is part of it as well, right? Hey, Jackie, um, I can't stop eating. So what do you mean? Like, do you mean truth I can choose yeah so it's is that just like so Jackie's just saying that she has a thought that she can't stop eating so that that thought plays out over and over again and yeah like I would be like why I would ask myself why why can't I stop eating because that's just like a story that that's going on that's playing over and over again and that's exactly what you know with food personalities right it's that exactly what it is. It's a story that we tell ourselves, like I can't stop eating in this situation or I am the type of person that like I can't trust myself around food. And these are the limiting beliefs that need to be shifted, right? And we have to dig deeper though, right? You have to dig deeper. You can't just go surface level and then like, you know, but basically that story as well, like I can't stop eating or whatever the story is that keeps you stuck, whether it's like, I just can't get motivated. I hate that word. (laughs) Like I hate it. I hate it when people talk about motivation when it comes to weight loss, because it's like, I don't understand, like I get it. I get it. Like as in how I used to be. I used to think that I had to get myself motivated and why can't I get myself motivated? But to be honest with you now, looking back and now maintaining my weight and like having a better relationship to food, it's like motivation is pure bullshit. It's like motivation, really like what? No, it's getting self-sabotage out of the way because it isn't about getting yourself motivated. Like, and this is where, like, I really resonate with Abraham's Hicks stuff. It's like, well-being is your true nature. Being at your ideal weight and being the person you want to be around food, like having the food personality that you want um, is your true nature. So anything blocking that flow is about self-sabotage. Like it isn't about getting motivated. It's about undoing the the flow because like like everything, well-being, abundance is like it's coming to you, right? It's like oxygen is everywhere, right? And this is something that I got from Genevieve 
when I was coaching with her, but she had a good analogy like oxygen is everywhere. Oxygen is all around us. Well-being is all around us, but we can hold our breath and block off the flow of oxygen, right? And it's the same with your getting to your ideal weight and like changing your food personality and behaviors, right? It's inherently who you are like we all have the innate ability to control the way we eat in a relatively easy way yes it's a process to get there but it's about learning from the inside out why you do what you do and changing it that way not about any external thing about like getting motivated to me getting motivated is an external thing like you need to look internally and see what's going on internally. And then you change your food personality. Then weight loss becomes easier. Why? Because when you operate from the dieting mindset, like for example, I have clients who have severe dieting trauma, who the thought of like weight loss can send them into massive anxiety because they've just been through so much, so many diets and so much like um, strictness around it. It feels so hard and it feels like such a struggle to lose weight. And automatically it's like, I don't want to start a diet because the moment I start the diet, I'm going to have to endure suffering. And how long do I have to endure this suffering before I can lose weight? Right? And that's a common trend is like, how long is it going to take? I can't tell you how many people have told me that they don't want to start a diet because of how long it's going to take to lose weight. That already shows me that you have the wrong perspective. You have the wrong things going on inside of you because you can't, you're not going to sustain something that you perceive as suffering. And if you perceive losing weight as suffering, you're doing it wrong, basically. (laughs) Hey, Christina. Um, Hey, Mario. Um, So that's the thing, like you have to change it. I'm not saying that like you don't have to challenge yourself at all and that you can just eat like let's let me just let go and eat everything and all the food, you know, like that doesn't feel good either. But that's the whole point is that once we get you truly intuitively eating, you'll actually find that you don't want to eat certain things all the time. And it may sound insane because you're like, no, that would never be me. But trust me, like, hey, Nat, like I have clients that have gone from completely like binge eaters and like people who never thought they could change their food personality to just feeling differently about food and going, I actually feel like eating um, healthier foods now but it's coming from a true desire. It's not, I don't have to get motivated. And this is the whole point. It isn't about getting motivated. It's about changing your food personality, changing your relationship to food. Thanks, Christina. Christina saying, I'm pure magic. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, You know what I mean? Like it's about changing your relationship to food because if you're going through this cycle of, oh shit, like let me just get motivated because I need to get back to where I was or I need to lose weight again. It's like, no, you're going about it the wrong way. That's why you fluctuate. That's why you go through periods of 
looking good or being happy and confident and then you have the highs and then you have the lows and it's like no you have to change your relationship to food because it isn't about constantly getting motivated it's about tapping in to like that pull that natural pull that desire to eat health healthy which is there it's there trust me because when you tap into how food makes you feel and that's the driver of of your behaviors and you overcome dieting trauma so if you're the type of person that's saying like that's saying to me oh barbara i could never be a, a person that practices moderation of, around food like if you tell me I get to eat whatever I want, like I'm just going to sit there and eat like packets and packets of chocolate and, and pizza and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like I've been there. My clients have been there and we've completely transformed that. And you have to understand that the way you eat and your food personality is just psychology and you change the psychology, you change the behavior. Like it's that, it's that simple and it just takes time why does it take time? Why does it take time to change your relationship to food? Because you've been eating the way you eat and you've been chronic dieting for how many years? Like, tell me, how many years have you felt deprived or been like pushing yourself to eat healthy, but really you want pizza? Like, how long have you had that relationship? The pressure and the resistance has built up. It's gained a lot of momentum and it may take time for you to feel and see things and manifest a different reality. But if you keep practicing that, you will. And like some clients, they don't have a lot of resistance and then just quite instantly they click on to the work and they start losing weight within like a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it all just depends. Like some people just have so much stuff going on internally and they've not done much internal work. And it takes so much to break that cycle and change the resistance. And other times it's just like it just clicks because there's not a lot of resistance and like the food personality changes. They don't have, they don't have a desire to overeat and then they start losing weight, right? And changing the way you eat, the choices you make has to come from genuine desire. Like it's not that I don't make choices around food based on um, what, you know, potentially what result I might get from it, but that's not the main driver here. It isn't coming from this place of let me force myself to do this. It's flowy, it's easy, it's sustainable, and I just do it. I just... I'm a person that does it, but I never used to be a person that just did it because I did the internal work to change my food personality and the way I behaved. So instead of seeing this like, let me just get motivated, let me just get motivated. I want to get motivated to eat healthier. Think how me wanting to eat healthy and take care of myself is an innate thing. It should be a normal innate thing. Thing. I'm not saying that eating healthy means that, you know, I'm not going to drink a glass of wine, have a margarita, espresso martini, you know me, I like my <laughs> having my drinks and stuff like that. But it's all about moderation and making certain choices, right? Ch- choices around what fits in for you. 
And um, yeah, if you're wanting to lose weight, there's going to have to be some change in particular uh, choices if you're gaining weight. So if you've got gaining weight right now, that's what's happening. There is like some strategy involved, but that's not the main point here. It's like, are you forcing yourself to do that? Or does it feel like a nice little like... Like I would say it's a little, it's like a challenge in a way, but it's just like not, it doesn't feel hard. It's kind of like growth. So like, for example, for me now, it doesn't feel like growth because I've already gone through that process. But if I'm to say like around changing my relationship to money, right? It's quite similar to changing your relationship to food because you have to look internally and see why you're manifesting your current reality, right? And and like with changing my relationship to money now feels like back when, when I was doing food. And it's sometimes like I need to challenge myself a little bit, but I wouldn't say it's suffering, you know what I mean? And I wouldn't say it's about having to get motivated because I can tell that when I'm not motivated, it isn't about getting myself motivated. It's about figuring out what's going on that's holding me, like blocking that flow. Like I'm holding my breath. The oxygen is there. I'm holding my breath. Why am I holding my breath? What is the fear? What is the like thing going on? And it's, and it's like practicing awareness around that, right? Because when you're just like, let me just get motivated, like what, what generally gets you motivated? Like, I mean, do you have a quick go-to that always works, like always works, gets me motivated? Or like, do you actually reflect and look at what's going on internally? What are my thoughts? Who the hell does this? Like, I've never heard of a diet or a program back when I was trying to lose weight or what personal trainer do you hire? And they go, oh, do you want to get motivated? So what, like, what are your thoughts then? Like what, what actually is going on in your head? Instead, they're like beating you up and saying like, come on, like, like I don't mean literally like not all personal trainers are like this. I shouldn't say that, but it's just like, this isn't about personal trainers. It's about people in general having this overall thing of like, I got to get motivated. I got to get motivated. Let me just get motivated. Motivated for what? Like, what What are you not motivated for? Like, what's the issue here? Do you feel lazy? Like, <laughs> what the hell is it? Because it's like, if, if you're truly operating in alignment, I feel like things just happen. It's like, oh, I want to work out. Boom, I work out. It's not like I don't have to get motivated. I just get up and go. Like I just freaking go. Why? Because I've removed the resistance that's stopping me from going rather than trying to get motivated. Getting motivated doesn't sustain my ability to go to the gym. It doesn't, I promise you. If I've got resistance and I don't want to go to the gym and I force myself and I have an argument with myself and I create more resistance, I get end up getting exhausted and then binge eating right? That's not how it works. That's what was the cycle I used to have, right? Now, it isn't about getting motivated to go to the gym. I just get up and go because I want to. 
it and that wasn't a process of getting motivated in the traditional way that people do it it's about removing the resistance well you're a fucking adult if you don't want to go to the gym you don't have to no one's telling you to go like you're an adult don't go why create so much guilt and pressure around it and then once you say that to yourself I'm an adult. I don't feel like going. Like, I'm not going to go. It doesn't matter. It's not going to make me fatter. It's not going to make anything, any difference. I'm just not going to go. Like, quit telling the stories about what it's going to do to you to not go. Don't go. And then watch the resistance drop. The resistance will drop. Once the resistance drops, you have then true desire able to come through. And then you're like, cool. I actually feel like going because I'm not trying to push myself to go from this icky resistant energy. I just am allowing the flow of my true desire to, to go. And if you don't like going to the gym, it's like I would look deeper into like why do you have to go to the gym? Like there's different ways to move your body. There's different ways to add different things to do. But also like is there something else? Is it because of the, the feeling that everyone's looking at you? Is it because you don't like the mirrors and seeing your reflection? Is it because the gym intimidates you? Like you have to go deeper because if you truly want to go to the gym, you, you should be able to just go to the gym. You can work through fears around people looking at you and getting intimidated. Like I feel like that too, yeah? <laughs> Like, I don't like going to the gym for, if I get stuck in my head around what everyone else is thinking about me and what everyone else is doing and whether or not they're watching me and whether or not they, I know, they think that I know what I'm doing or if I look like an idiot or everybody has those thoughts, right? So in terms of getting motivated and like getting motivated to eat healthy and stuff like that, I just think it's all bullshit because you got to look at the reason why you're turning to foods and unhealthy foods because you wanting to eat a certain way should be as simple as saying, I want to eat like this and then you eat like that. When you're in alignment, I mean, and when you're not in alignment, getting to, to alignment requires the inner work. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah, so Christina saying she likes doing yoga at home and lifting weights and going on walks. Yeah, so then it's like if you like doing that, um, yeah, so some people, for some people it's exercise, for some people it's food around this like getting motivated or changing your food or exercise personality, if that makes sense. But it's like changing your food personality I personally think changing the food personality for myself was harder than exercise personality like exercise personality was like pretty much just looking at um why don't I want to go I don't want to go because everyone's looking at me I don't want to go because I don't know what I'm doing and people are going to notice like that kind of internal dialogue that I shifted right so I just went through all those reasons why I don't want to go but um it's kind of like with food it's it's deeper because you're using it for something so much more than food and until you kind of really tap into and I mean with my clients that I coach that I work with really closely it's 
it's easy to see how we all have like different kind of little reasons why we make certain decisions around food. Um, But also it's like the perception of you believing that what you currently do is wrong, right? So if you're going, food has always been a challenge for me and then you're looking at how you're currently eating as wrong, then it elicits a certain emotion in you that reinforces a belief that I'm not good around food. Like, and that is all your vibrational match. Like, that's just where you're currently vibrating at, right? And so in order to change your relationship to food and change your vibration, you're going to have to not see what you're doing now as bad or wrong around food because when you shift into a lighter energy because to me when I'm like like if I think back to how I was around food and like when I was like overeating and it was this energy of like I don't like how I am around food at the moment I don't like what I'm doing it's this like yeah, 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 I'm so like, I can't do this kind of energy, right? And it's like how I am around other things. Yeah, I'm not like trying to shame anyone. It's like, I do this too with other things. Yeah, and I'm like working at changing it. But it's almost like this whingy, whiny energy instead of like, let me just relax around this. Let me change the emotional response because like it's about changing the emotional response that's what manifestation is in order to be a vibrational match to something you have to change the emotions but it isn't on a surface level it isn't just like let me just pretend I'm happy (laughs) it's like you have emotional responses to things it's like I think I've said this before it's like when I got in a car accident because somebody like I stopped and somebody behind me didn't break in time every time I hopped in the car and my dog hopped in the car like we'd feel a bit of anxiety like my dog would shiver because she had a conditioned emotional response to that trauma and it's like with you around food you've got those same conditioned responses that determine your whether or not you're a vibrational match to what you want and you have to shift those and it's a process and it, it requires awareness. And that's why doing a program really helps and listening to the program helps because it helps you gain awareness when you're listening to somebody talk about the topic and talking about the different things that you might need to change, right? That's why when I'm changing my relationship to money, I'm listening to all the money courses because otherwise I'm just not going to be able to bring the unconscious into conscious awareness. I just, that stuff just gets um, just like deleted by my brain because otherwise it just doesn't think that it's relevant or important because your brain is constantly distorting and deleting things. That's why sometimes you won't remember certain things like how did I get here while I'm driving or what did I eat for breakfast? I don't even remember or the day's been so busy I can't remember what that phone call was about or you know like you'll go why didn't I like I had to do that thing and then I forgot like it's like there's so many things going on in our brains like come on (laughs) you're not going to um, 
be able to do everything and so like that's why I constantly listen to content because it helps me maintain that level of uh, bringing the unconscious into conscious right so you can't just like just do it once it's something you have to do every day it's a constant practice right so yeah learn to uh practicing yeah I always like with money too, Christina, because I feel like you're where you're at. Like it's kind of similar to where I'm at with with money. And it's like I have to have this confidence that I'm always getting better and better. So because then I manifest that happening. So even if it feels like, oh, like I'm it's taking so long for me to manifest change in my life in this particular um, in this particular area, it's like I I switch that thought. So that's also a thought too, yeah? So it's also a thought when you say like, oh, I've been working on this for so long and like I haven't, I haven't shifted it yet. I always switch that thought to I'm getting better and better every day. Like it's all part of my journey. I'm on like the right path because you have – because otherwise that gains momentum too, and it's like, it's, it's just like this dance of always like switching to the better thought, right? Yeah, so, yeah, so trauma can really stay with us. It really does. Like I've had trauma around money that I'm working on and how do we shift it? Like incredible awareness. And I get that awareness by like listening to that content, listening to all the courses that I've purchased and like, and just implementing it, implementing it because it's, it's that repetition that's going to change things. Right. So, I mean, coming back to, let's just kind of summarize today um, and finish up. But I mean, let me know if you have any questions about today's topic before I finish up. Um, But changing your food personality, right is important because it's about it's about not pushing from this icky energy right so coming back to what abraham hicks talks about and like what what like we talk about like well-being is our true nature right and whenever we're not allowing that flow of well-being or we're not getting our desires so it should be as simple as I want this and then I get it kind of thing I want to change the way I eat I want to eat healthier okay good done let me move on with my life kind of thing it should be kind of like that but the reason why it's not like that is because of all the resistance and getting motivated isn't about adding motivation on top of that. It's about removing the resistance. So that's how life actually works. And Christina saying, yes, we are always connected to the flow of well-being unless we resist it. Exactly. And that's exactly what I'm trying to say here is that you getting motivated to work out or lose weight or eat healthy isn't about getting motivated. It's about figuring out why there's resistance there and undoing that resistance. And there are ways of lessening the burden of change of that that resistance because that resistance you feel sometimes in changing 
is because of the ego and the certain things that it's saying and because it doesn't want you to change the status quo. And then there's ways to change that, lessen that resistance, right, which make it easier. And then the more you reinforce change being easier, the easier it is to change because you're not having that stagnant block, that feeling of like, oh, I don't want to change because it's uncomfortable versus change is easy, change is good, I'm just going to like I'm just going to do it kind of thing. And you get better at taking those steps, right? So I hope that makes sense. So is it possible to change your food personality? Absolutely. You can go from a person who doesn't like feels a struggle to get motivated to just somebody who just does the things that are required. It's it's possible I've seen it happen with so many people it's insane people who've come to me who have said I never thought I could change the way I eat like this I always thought that I had to push myself that I had to get motivated and then we get them coming to a place where it's what they genuinely want to do and who they are they shift on an identity level and the things that you need to do are all like like overcoming that dieting mindset, which is in the academy, overcoming that dieting mindset. And the dieting mindset, like I said, that has conditioned you to have certain traumas around the way you eat, okay? Reducing those traumas around the way you eat, okay? I hope that makes sense. Um, You have to change the emotional response, So how to change the emotional response, it's all explained in the academy. I explain all of that in the academy about how your emotions relate to your appetite, changing the emotional responses to food, um, learning how to be more of an intuitive eater, um, lots and lots of stuff on changing the relationship to food, also a section on energy requirements. And I'm adding a bonus training, you guys, and I'm going to be offering some like, um, like we've had some questions come up in the academy group. And um, basically, I'm going to cover more in depth some questions about the going into a calorie deficit and not doing it from a dieting mentality. Um, I'm going to cover stuff around that. It's like basically it's that dieting mentality. Honestly, it's that dieting mentality. It's a huge part of why people struggle around diets. It is the reason why people struggle around diets. Like it is, it's the dieting mentality and you have to you have to shift that in order to feel freedom around food. And it isn't freedom around food doesn't mean overindulging and letting go. And I think that's where people get confused about intuitive eating because they let go of the dieting um, and think that, cool, now I just get to keep on eating. But that's not your true alignment either. That's not alignment. That's, that's using food to fill a void. It's a completely different thing. That's not alignment. You're um, eating from a place of filling a void if you're indulging. If you try and eat intuitively, but you end up gaining weight, it's because you're eating to fill a void. Um, So you have to figure that all out. And the Academy can definitely help with that. 
And Christine is saying your work works. Anyone who's thinking of doing the Academy, I recommend. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, so you guys have uh, just under two days left to join and it's 50% off. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in this course. I highly, highly recommend that you check it out if you resonated with today's um, talk. Anyway, you guys, um, I do have to finish up, but for me, like, oh my God, yes, totally. Okay, extremes. That's literally like the extremes is something I think that, did you listen to the last podcast episode? Because I talked about extremes a little bit and how I said that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I'm the same with money as I was around food. There's either obsession or avoiding. (laughs) It's like all or nothing. And it's like, all right, let's go, go, go. Let's get shit done. Let's do it. Let's lose weight. Let's work. Let's make the money. Let's do it. And then burnout. And then, oh my God, I'm a fucking failure. I can't do this. I'm pathetic avoiding, right? So I totally, totally, I maybe didn't describe it like that, like (laughs) in the episode, in the last episode, but it's exactly what you have to work through. You have to find the flow in between all that because getting to where you want to be, become like it can become easy. It can feel easy. And I can see that when people say to me, money is easy, money is easy. I, I can, I can, I can see how that's possible because I can see how the weight stuff is easy. It's easy, it's easy once you move the resistance. But it's it's like, it's like, oh, how do I get there? Oh, and it's just like, okay, Barbara, you can get there. It's a process. You got to keep going. And that's all I do. I keep going. I keep going and then I shift. And when I look back, I'm like, shit, yeah, like I have moved forward instead of looking at how much far further you've got to go. Because when you look at how much further you've got to go, I've got X amount of pounds to lose still. I've got this and that going on. I need to change this. I need to change that. It usually results in negative emotion, right? So you have to follow the positive emotion, thinking the thought that makes you feel better, right? So you always have to go, cool, I have shifted a lot. I am moving forward. Let me keep going, yeah? So yeah, anyway, um, check out the Academy, you guys. NoDietBabe.com slash Academy. The link is in Instagram bio and and the show notes. I love you guys. Have a great day wherever you are. Love you guys. Bye. Love, love, love. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to leave me an iTunes review. Don't forget to follow this podcast for more uplifting teachings to come. For more tips, inspiration and teaching, come follow me on Instagram at NoDietBabe or check out my website, NoDietBabe.com. Until I see you next time, babes, lots of love.